0: The night of my annual murder mystery dinner party felt like one last hurrah before the final showdown. I spent the day cleaning, shopping, setting up, decorating and staying as busy as possible to avoid thinking about the huge army of ghosts preparing to do something on Halloween. A night with the living would be good for me. The party started at seven. Harris and I welcomed our guests, all of us decked out in our costumes. The theme of the party was pirates and everyone had done their best with plastic swords, fake eye patches and some impressive hats. The night started with the first scene of the mystery, all of the guests playing their roles with great enthusiasm. A murder was discovered, accusations were tossed around and we stopped for our starter. I had already had several glasses of wine and was feeling quite merry. All of the stress of getting ready for the evening was washing away and any thoughts of the dead were at the back of my mind. We ate, cleared the tables, joked around and finally settled into act two.
1: There's a murderer on the
0: ship! It was the lookout! Or it can't be the lookout! Why not? The lookout is dead too! It was when the second death was announced that I noticed something was changing. One window was opened, but thanks to Francis, to stop the room from overheating from 13 bodies, but the curtains were tightly closed. When we had stopped for the starter, I had been very comfortably warm, and most people had removed their jackets and fake beards to cool down. Now, I was chilly. People near the window seemed to be shivering. I called over to them to shut it, and considered turning on the radiator. Harris obligingly leaned over the sofa and pulled the curtain open to reach the window handle. They stopped. Their hands still on the curtain, and stared outside. What the hell? Then they gave an exclamation and pulled the curtain wide open, giving us all a clear view of the world outside. It was dark, but the night sky was covered in thick black clouds which churned and swirled as if pummeled by raging winds. Streetlights were flickering in some strange pattern, casting us in and out of the dark. Flashes of lightning lit up the clouds, but didn't seem to touch the ground. It was as if a storm was taking place only above our heads. There was no wind or rain beneath the clouds. It was ominous, more like a warning than a full-out attack. We all gave each other bewildered looks then, as people are wont to do when they've had a drink, decided to laugh it off. Jokes were made about how at least no one's car seemed to be in any danger, and got back to the game. Harris and I looked at each other warily was far too early wasn't it? So me hearties, who is the killer? Who has shivered the final timbers of two of our crew tonight? It wasn't me.
1: Well it wasn't me. It has to be one of-
0: At that moment the lights went out. There was a brief moment of stunned silence in the room and I heard the boiler closet door slam shut. Then with a deep rumbling sound, the room began to shake. People started screaming. The tables juddered, and the candles on the mantelpiece flickered wildly. I was knocked off my chair and onto the floor and began crawling out of the living room and towards the bedroom, intent on getting to Francis, hoping that his influence would be able to help, to do anything to stop the shaking. I reached the bedroom, avoiding things falling off the pantry shelves. The bedroom door was shut tight and I shouted for Francis to help. In the room I could hear moaning and a strange creaking noise. Behind me the same sound started and I turned to look. The front door was shaking as if something was trying to break it open. It was trembling. Francis was helping! I was trying to get in and he was doing what he could to keep every door and window shut i stood leaning against the wall to keep upright and push back on the door shouting for whatever it was to stay away a loud scream came from outside the almighty war finally won the struggle the door burst open and i was flung against the wall there was a silence and a sudden overwhelming darkness i slid down onto the ground filled with dread and lost consciousness in my last moments I heard the screaming from the living room stop and thumps as my guests all fell to the ground.
1: Glasgow Ghost Stories is written and produced by Libby Thomas. Narration is by Libby Thomas. Credits are read by Harris Jones. The theme music is by Kevin MacLeod and Loyalty Freak Music and can be found at the Free Music Archive. Sound effects are from freesound.org. Follow us at Glasgow Ghost Stories on Twitter and Tumblr and visit us at glasgoghoststories.wordpress.com for transcripts of every episode. Well, that was certainly the scariest party we've ever hosted. If you're waiting for an impending ghost incursion, best be careful about tempting fate. Fingers crossed we'll see you next time. Until then, as always...